We're back. FOTB podcast. It's Wansak. It's Noah. All right, guys. First international break of the season, meaning let's take a look at some predictions for the remainder of the season, guys. That is what we're going to look at today. And to start it off, I want to start with the big one then. Bro, who do you think are going to be champions? Do I even need to ask you? <laughs> well, be- be- before that, I want to uh, ask, how do you assess your team's first four matches? I mean, three wins, one one draw. That could have easily been, been a win, so it could have been four wins. Or you could also say the United game could have been a, a loss or, or, a, or a draw. So, what, what I mean, what are your thoughts? Because I'm, I'm, I'm going to put Arsenal at, at the top. Wow. Hey, bro, I wanted to change that opinion, bro, because <laughs> last time you made a guess, bro, it did not turn out to be. So I wanted to change that prediction, please. Well, <laughs> well the, the last time I said Liverpool and I just said Tottenham are the dark horses, which which were both wrong. But either way, you're wrong. <laughs> yeah, no. I was wrong. I was, I was badly wrong. Yes. But I mean, what's your what are your thoughts? Because they have not looked impressive. That's what I was about to say. Is I will say, look, before anybody takes things out of proportion, it is a long season, and I'd like to say that if we have this performance in the middle of the season, would people be asking these questions? I don't necessarily know. So why is it that we can't have this rough patch at the beginning and then ball out for the rest of the season? Is possible. The most important thing to me is a thing you mentioned at the beginning. We're still picking up points. Should we have gotten the three points against Fulham before the match started, like on paper? Absolutely. If you ask me before Fulham at home, we should be three points, 100%. Looking how the game went, I mean, good point at the end of the day. If you're looking on the long run, it may prove to be. But let's be real. Are Manchester City going to be drying at home to Fulham? Well, they Probably didn't. They, they thrashed them 5-1. Exactly. Proof so, right there. There's a difference. And that, to me, is sim- simply the difference. Arsenal look stronger. Arsenal, on paper, have more depth, stronger team. But, bro, not a good start. But I'm not worried. But you, you're still not backing your own team to win the, win the Premier League. Come on. You, you've got to back your own team. Back or predict? Back. I'm, of course, I'm backing us. Of course, I'm backing. Well, I I look at prediction as as a form of backing. I'm I mean I don't want to back Arsenal, but I'll, I I'm I'm backing Arsenal, I guess. But or prediction, prediction. Nah, bro. Yeah, prediction because bro, there has to only be one winner, and at this point, City have proven time and time again that they're just they can do it. Arsenal is still a question team at the moment. As much as I love my club and I'm a back them to the death, we're still a question team. Where are can they? City is well, they definitely can. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a it's a when will they, right? Not a can they. Right. So I mean, I can't say much about you picking picking City. Um, those two teams are obviously going to be. In in the top, or should we say top five? Uh, well, let's just put a top five. I'm I'm gonna assume that I mean, with Liverpool in the Europa League, that English teams are gonna do well in the European competitions. Who rounds out your top five? 
Boy, it's funny because I remember when this was asked a little bit back in the day before in the preseason, I'd put Chelsea in there. But boy, boy. <laughs> <laughs> and yo, even though I think Chelsea still have potential to come back, it just don't look good right now. So I might have to pick them out. Boy, my top five are, is going to have to be, and in no particular order, but I am going to mention it in this order for superstitious reasons. Arsenal first, City. I'm going to put Liverpool, Man United, and my fifth may come as a surprise because I know a lot of people are going to be expecting Newcastle, but it's going to be Brighton for me, actually. I don't... So you're not picking Tottenham? You think the, the first four games is a, is a new manager bounce? Yeah. Yeah. And we've seen that before with Tottenham. Kante started great with them. Nuno, I mean, did. Nuno won manager of the, of the month, I believe, when he first yeah. started. Yeah, I'm not too worried about Tottenham, especially after the Kane, the Kane loss. Madison looks decent. He definitely does. Someone who, I think, for the price as well. But Tottenham is in their blood, bro. <laughs> I'll, I mean, I'll, I'll agree on, on the first four. Um, I mean, I could go on for, for days about my own team, but... <sighs> I think I'll stick with Chelsea for the for the fifth place. I have to. I, I I mean I backed them in the in the preseason report. They didn't sign a striker. I mean our predictions were based off of the assumption that they're gonna go and strengthen. I mean they did strengthen. I guess they they signed Caicedo, uh, but they they didn't sign a, a striker crucially. And um, but Nicholas Jackson, yes. I mean I saw his miss against uh Forest. It was it was Torres like miss. I mean, two two yards in front of out the in front of the in front of the goal, and he just blasted over the bar. So uh, there's still question. I mean, he makes good runs apparently. Um, I've I've not been too impressed after the first game. Um, but I mean, the first game was against Liverpool, so maybe he will prove me wrong. But I, I still have Chelsea coming in fifth. I would say. Hmm. Well, even with no striker. I mean, I like Jackson's movement. I like his dribbling. I think he's a powerful, dynamic player. But that one thing you mentioned, and I do think you are, you do tend to be harsh with people's finishing, though, in general. But, I do, yes. but he is he is not seeming like the clinical type at all. Yeah, I mean, I, I yeah, I can't believe all that money and they they're starting Nicholas Jackson as as their starting striker. Just. I know there's not many strikers or, or elite strikers, but but God, like, what? No, it's wild, honest. But yo, speaking of that, who are the three who leave the Premier League this season? The bottom three who get relegated? Well, I think I think the two are pretty much confirmed. Luton and, and Sheffield United. I, I don't think there's there's much to say. I think both teams are looking for, for the, the parachute payment. Um, I'll I'll say Luton are they should they shouldn't be in the Premier League. Look no, at they them. look different different level. It's just it's clear. Yeah, there's just I mean I, I watched their I watched them twice against Brighton because that was a game that was on TV in in America and then the Friday night game the first home game for them right. They're just dreadful. I'm sorry. They just the quality is just it's just not there. You know so. Bro, watch them come and smack up every big sixteen. <laughs> I mean. With with how tight and how how ragged their stadium is, I, I mean, one nil win is is written in the script somewhere against 
against the one of the big six teams, but just overall, they're I mean they're I've never been more confident about a team going down than than Luton. But yeah. the third just hope team, it's not your team getting the one nil. <laughs> I mean, it might be. It might as well. It might as well because we lose every single away game. At the, it's looking like that. But um, I I'll stick by. I think I said Wolves and I'll, or Wolves or Everton. I think one of those two. Everton. What do you think about Forest? No, Forest have improved massively. I think I've I've watched them twice now against us and against Chelsea. Uh, you know those two games are games they will get thrashed five nil. You know last season and they did get thrashed five nil at Arsenal last season and three nil against us. But I think they're a bit different this year. I think they'll they'll be they'll be fine. Who's your third team? I mean, I'm also leaning to... Uh, I was looking at those three teams, honestly. For Everton, Wolves, like you mentioned, and then Forest, which is why I brought it up to you. Um, yes, they look better, but it's always going to come down to those points. Because at the end of the day, the, those games that they looked good, they still end up they still end up losing. That's true, yeah. Well, I mean, they, 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 they beat Chelsea, so... Yeah, but, yeah, um... they did beat Chelsea, but... But still, yes. So, yes, yes. I they already I... matched their they already matched their away win record from last year. They yeah. they won once at Southampton, so maybe that means Chelsea will get relegated this year. But you know, <laughs> I, I I see. I mean, they've had a good good window as well. I mean, they sold Brennan Johnson, but they've they've used their money well. So, so honestly, the next category we're looking at. Maybe Faris can fit this for you. The next category we're looking at is who are your overachievers? Overachievers. This is very subjective, right? Of course. Um, I mean, I I expect, you know, City to win the league. Just because they win the league, it don't mean they, they overachieved. Um, I mean, I'll say Chelsea. I, I think they'll overachieve with the way... People are just writing them, you know, off. Uh, me predicting that they'll come fifth. Um, I, I, yeah, I, I'll put Chelsea. But you're looking at it as overachieving, relative to the general consensus, not relative to your own. Right, or even even the money they've spent, because yeah, fifth with that money would not be overachieving. So, what would you say is overachieving in? Let's first talk about the general consensus and then in your eyes. Well, yeah, overachieving would be something like, um, like, like, a, like, a, I mean, it's, it's a cliche, but like a Brighton, right? They come up uh, through the ranks and they're very solid. You know, they, they come up for five seasons ago and their wage bill isn't, isn't high. They, they find these gems from Paraguay, Uruguay, um, you know, Argentina, these South, South American countries, and, and they do very well. I guess that's the, I guess that's the most popular uh, definition of overachieving. Um, but I think uh, you can also look at the expectations, you know? So I guess Brighton of the past five years fit both bills. But I think when it comes to the second definition, I'll, I'll put Chelsea. Fair enough. Still. And on the flip side, who are your underachievers? I could go with... I'm not sure that many. I mean, I'm not gonna put any of the bottom half teams because I don't know if there's any high expectations for them. But I will put. 
personally, I'm gonna put Newcastle. I just don't have faith in them. Wow, that was gonna be mine. Yes, yeah, I mean, <laughs> we're 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 banging on the drum of Newcastle not being as good this year. So, yeah. and their schedule was tough. I will give them that, but proofs in the pudding. I mean, they they've won once against a Villa side that also got thrashed at Liverpool by three goals. Yeah, yeah, and. One of the main points was their Champions League run, which they've got the group of death. (laughs) I think that that's the toughest group I've probably seen in my lifetime. I mean, I've only lived, what, 20-some years, but... Bro, to me, I think that group's a bit overhyped, personally. Why, why, why? I just... Okay, Dortmund came second last season, but I mean, like, I just feel like that... Like Dortmund, AC Milan, Newcastle, PSG. PSG are weaker. AC Milan, okay, they did win the Champions League last season, but if we're really comparing AC Milan to the best teams in the world right now, where do they stand, bro? If we're going to compare Dortmund to the best teams in the world right now, sure, they came second in Bundesliga, but where do they stand? In my opinion, it's a bit overhyped, honestly. I think I, I, think I know what you mean. None of them are elite, right? They're like... It, it's not like a city, uh, you know, Bayern, Napoli, and then Newcastle in there, right? All, yeah, all we've three. seen, we've seen like uh, uh, these real group of this where we're seeing literally like Real Madrid going up against Man City in the group stages, bro. Madrid versus Bayern group stages. And we're here talking about PSG, bro. Like, this is a weaker PSG. Let's remember that. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I think the thing is that no one will be surprised to see any of these two teams progress to the next round i think i think that's where it comes from really i see what that i see what you're saying the competition in that sense not necessarily the level but the competition but but i mean yeah i mean we're not complaining as as do we call ourselves rival fans of newcastle now or as fans of teams that are competing against newcastle in in the premier league as, as well as the champions league so any tougher fixtures for our opponents are 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 good news true still True still. So, yo, switching it from the Champions League, roping it in back to the Prem. Who are your top scorer predictions? Before he even mentioned it, by the way, I want to make a funny comment. Well, I don't want to call it funny yet, but I heard somebody say to me, and this is bad because it's my own player, that they believe Kai Havertz is going to be in and amongst the Golden Boot race. Um, Vision or or crap? This is like some next level dreaming because that is not happening in this lifetime. Nah, bro. I, I have to agree with you, bro. I mean, unless unless Kai Havertz gets moved up to... to I, I highly doubt that happens over Jesus or even in Ketia. But even if he starts at... At um at false nine or something, I think we saw that against against United. The penalty shot. If he's confident, he goes in and shoots. Right, he's just not confident um, uh, for obvious reasons. That's why he goes down. You know, I, I it's just hard. How does that turn around? I mean, I played ball the other day, and then when I even even me playing like Sunday league football, confidence is so big. When when I want to have confidence, I can feel myself playing better. I don't know how this turns around for Kai Havertz. I, I just don't like, I mean, at, at some point he's going to have to get benched because 
I don't see his performances improving in, in, in any meaningful way with the way he's being deployed. And he's not better than other options at other positions. Yeah, and I think Arteta is, I don't want to say scared, but reluctant to bench him because of the whole, you know, it's going to look bad, it's going right. to make his confidence go down. But back to the question, who is your top scorer? Who is the Golden Boot winner? A striker who plays in, in Manchester, whose name starts with an H, is blonde, ends with N-D. Don't say Hoyland, bro. I'll keep it there. I'll keep it there. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll end it there. I think don't you know... say fucking on this guy. <laughs> oh my! I, th- I now think talk you know... about delusional. <laughs> I think you know who I'm talking about, so I will leave it there. I'll I'll leave it up to your discretion whether I'm talking about this blonde or the other blonde, you or whether you're out. delusional or delusional. <laughs> but oh. we'll see. Who's gonna be the top assistant? Well, we, we haven't heard your your um your input. No, it's gonna be Haaland, bro. The man's already off to a flyer. I think what he has yeah. six goals already. <laughs> yeah, a hat, he scored a hat trick, right? Or yeah, he already has a hat trick against Fulham. Well, yeah, so well, crazy, crazy, yeah, crazy, uh, crazy. Unfortunately, nobody's catching him without. I mean, even Harry Kane struggled to catch him with thirty <laughs> goals. So that I think that's um that's out of the equation. That's done uh, in terms of. Yeah, I mean, this is up for debate when it comes to assists because De Bruyne is going to miss the first half of the season. I have to back my boy, Bruno Fernandes, with a, with a striker, finally. Although, whether he's clinical enough, we'll see. But the expected assists, whatever you want to make of that stat, is off the charts for this guy. And at some point, it's got to come to fruition. Here's the thing with Bruno, right? His chance creation is immense and it we always talk about it. it comes down to the sheer number of times the man tries like if you look at the attempts it's a lot of attempts and so the big question as you say hoyland can he be clinical to me when i saw him against arsenal bro the guy looks scary i'm not gonna lie he looks like yeah. a physical beast he looks like a person you don't want to be playing against yeah and if bruno can get it right and Hoyland can help him where that's concerned. I think you got a, I think you got a real shout there, to be honest. I want to look at someone in more of the, not even in the top six, honestly. Like I'm looking at a man like Mitoma, honestly, playing week in week out. He's got yeah. a big boy striker like Evan Ferguson. No, no going to be a crucial part of that Brighton team. You don't think it's possible at all? No chance. Why not? Because Mitoma is... I know he... I think he's already got two assists, but a lot of them are... Or a lot of the assists that I've seen from him are not necessarily... A lot of them are, are ricochets or shots bounced off. That left side connection, what they've got is good. You know, with the left back, Estupinian and, and Mitoma. I just... The teams like Brighton have always have this... Uh, the result against West Ham. 3-1 at home, you know, where... They dominate the ball, but but then they just they lose uh, just so weirdly in a weird fashion. That's always on the cards for those teams, and that's why I don't have them come in as high as fifth. As, as it's the same reason why. So it's it's almost like the same thing with Arsenal. Never never been done before. So how can I how can I believe that's going to happen? Well, okay, I agree with you on the yes. Those odd losses can come in, 
but that shouldn't have a major effect on the assist numbers. Honestly, it may even help his assist numbers because when they're losing, there's more drive and motivation and the team is going to set up in more ways to try and get more goals, even if that is consolation goals. A 2-1 loss and he gets the assist still adds to his assist chart. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're right. I He's, he's off to a flyer, but the criticism that I heard from, from the Japanese fans is that when his dribbling pattern gets gets figured out, he tends to struggle. That's the same thing we heard about Musa Dembele for Tottenham. He was a he was like there was a saying that um he he wants to go into pressure to be able to you know get out of pressure because he was so good at it. But then once he got found out, he had to leave and go to China. You know, so similar similar idea, I guess. I don't I don't know. I mean, his his I mean Matoma's on fire, so I don't know if. Anybody can really stop him in, in that sense to the point where he has to go to China. But yeah, I, I don't think I can really buy into that. That he'll he'll win the assist, he'll top the assist chart. Good luck figuring out his pattern if we're being real. But anyways, on a more general general question, who is your player of the season? Let's um Let's exclude Holland. Uh, no, don't exclude Holland. You think he's gonna be Holland? No, I don't. Um, uh, I mean, I'm gonna have to pick someone from Arsenal. I've I've piped them for the title, so I'll say I'll say Declan Rice. Declan Rice. He scored the dagger to to beat us in in the 95th minute. He's he's been the he he settled in right away, so. He has been immense since signing for the club. And it makes me happy because all of those people who are laughing at me for the Busquets comment, which, by the way, I was not saying he's better than Busquets, just to clarify. I said he'd be a better fit for Arsenal at the moment. No, no, no. Which... We'll, we'll never know that, but yes. Rice, <laughs> I don't need to take it that far. Rice just is... clarifying what I'm saying. Just clarifying my statement. Not saying sure. I'm right or wrong. I just wanted to clarify my statement is sure. But... As far as player of the season goes, I have to agree with you in the sense that it needs to be coming from the team who wins the league. And because I am going to be predicting, even though I'm not backing or wanting City to win, it's got to be Haaland. It's going to be top scorer, wins the league. It's just going to end up being him if things play out like this. If it ends up being Arsenal, I'm actually going to go for his Norwegian compatriot and say Martin Odegaard. And then my third choice selection, because I would like to pick one, is Saliba, bro. That man, I think we need to start putting some serious respect on this guy's name, bro. The guy is a monster. Well, I, I told you when he first came to Arsenal, and you didn't believe me. So I've, I actually really wanted him, but it's, um, I mean, it, it is what it is, I guess. He signed a new contract. He's a, he's a, he's, He's almost as good as a certified world class center back, if not already. So that's what I'm about to ask. When are when are we gonna start actually calling him? I'm not gonna say the, but one of the best center backs in the world currently. When, yeah, I mean, I think a lot of times the team that he plays for and and the achievements that he manages to achieve with them, it, it plays a part. You know, Varane. 
he won what four Champions Leagues, but he was he was injured a lot of the times. I know towards the, towards the end of his career at, at Real Madrid, it, it kind of reduced a little bit. But to me, I I would never have called him one of the best center backs in the world at the time, right. just because of his injury record. Um, I think it gets overblown a little bit because of his, you know, obviously four Champions League is no easy feat. Um, but it's and if, World Cup, by the way, and the World Cup, yes. <laughs> but if, if Saliba wants to be really regarded as one of the best, I mean, who cares? You know, he's one of the best. But if you know, if you really want people to recognize him and acknowledge him as one of the best, he's gonna have to win something. Agree. I think that's that's an agreement. If you don't win, you're not you, you can't be in that class. You gotta be you gotta be a winner, right? So I fully agree with that, hundred percent. Um. So yeah. Young player of the season. Yo, is Saka still considered young? Like I was he... I was baffled when he won the won the title this this past season because I mean <laughs> you forgot, he's, young, right? he's young objectively, but he's been playing pro for four years now. And he's played over a hundred games. I told you this way before too, but uh young player of the season. I'm interested to see. Um, I think you'll pick this guy as well, Jeremy Doku. He has a horrific injury record, but so did Holland. So maybe can City afford to to rest him when needed? Um, Holland does not run as as quickly and as, as explosively as he used to do at Dortmund anymore, as as he does at City. Um, I mean, he's he's a talent. He fits. He's a very unique type of player that City did not have. Yeah, I agree. Very dynamic. It almost reminds me of Sterling and Sane back in the day, that kind of style. Um, Jeremy Doku, uh, Belgian international. Thierry Henry, former um, coach for Belgium, came out and said, Jeremy Doku, if he's in a one-on-one, the defender should be very, very worried. And that is what it looks like. Very skillful, very pacey, very direct, and very dangerous. That's all we have time for today. Guys, thanks for tuning in as always. We hope you enjoyed your time with us. Remember to subscribe, to leave comments, and share with your friends. Follow us on social media at FOTBPod. Don't forget to leave a review, rating, and most importantly, don't forget to turn on those notifications. Join us again next time as we discuss the highly anticipated upcoming Premier League action. Thanks again as always. See you then.